Tonight's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you by State Farm. Just like football, just like Sunday night, Cowboys, Vikings, life can be unpredictable. That's why State Farm agents are there to help. And with over 19,000 agents, a local State Farm agent could be just around the block, whether you talk in person, by phone, or through the app. State Farm is there. Go with the one with coverage and agents you can count on. State Farm, talk to an agent today. Meanwhile, Zorro.com is where you'll find everything you need for businesses of any size in almost any industry. They have tools, equipment, and supplies for everything you need, whether it's stuff for industries like electrical, plumbing, manufacturing, or more. Zorro's got it from brands you know and trust. And Zorro.com offers amazing customer service from real people based in the U.S. Visit Zorro.com slash BS in all lowercase letters to sign up for Zmail and get 15% off your first order. We're also brought to you by the Book of Basketball 2.0 podcast, which launched last week. Thanks for listening. Thanks to spreading the word. It did very, very well. I really appreciate it. If you liked it, go rate it. We like ratings, right, Kyle? Love them. All right, Kyle likes them. No, we put up four last week. We have two more coming this week a pyramid podcast and a rewatchables podcast on the book of basketball feed. So that is happening. I think you will be excited about the topic of the two podcasts this week. I'm very, very confident you will like them. So you can listen to that. If you haven't subscribed to the book of basketball 2.0 podcast, subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, just do it. Coming up the cause. Coming off yet another terrible Cowboys loss. I don't know. What year is this? First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, on the line, as always, our friend, Cousin Sal. You know, I was talking to Coach K today, Sal, and he said, you know, I was thinking about that, Sal. He is the face of a winner. What? That's what he said. Were you really talking to Coach K? No, you didn't see that Coach K, the, the thing they did during the Cowboys game with Coach oh, K? Oh, I missed it. I missed it. I was I was off. Why? What, what happened? Collinsworth talked about it, how they it was like this whole thing, Coach K talking about Dak Prescott. And how he had a face of a winner. It was this whole produced piece. Oh, it was no. the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. You must Ugh. have been in the bathroom. Well, we I need think more jinxes here. That's great. Yeah. Well, he he did have the face of a winner today. Unfortunately, he didn't win the game. It was the most interesting game, Vikings Cowboys, of a really disjointed, bizarre day of football that featured multiple times a, a quarterback throwing a football and it was either ruled incomplete, but then it was ruled a fumble in another game. And it was basically the same play over and over again. I don't know what happened today. I'm still trying to wrap my head. You're around talking it. about golf versus cousins and the, and the ball that's met and it's, if, if the hand is going forward or if it's not, yeah, yeah. They, they need, they need to figure something out with this whole thing. I it thought it was uh, very messy. It was, it was definitely not a good day to try to make money. That's for sure. Lots of favorites went down, lots of money line parlays, biggest upset of the year. In Saints, uh, Falcons, and the Colts were a big favorite. They lost. And who else? Um, well, the the, Colt, the Colts and the Saints were double-digit favorites. Yep. And if you had Rams, part- obviously, were a big uh, big loss there. If you had- know, K- KC, was, uh, that was a disgusting loss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were due. We, we 
we always know in November. That's true. There's a wonky weekend. Did not expect it to be this weekend. I I was more appalled by the quality of football for the most part in all these games, which is why the Dallas Minnesota, I know you're still licking your wounds because your boys lost, but yeah, the quality of play was really high in that game. I actually thought both quarterbacks played well. I thought the running games were really good. And, you know, unlike all the other crap we watched all day, there it wasn't turnover filled. There wasn't a lot of controversies. It was just a well-played game. It was good. And I felt like there were adjustments made. Like I thought it was going to be a really wrong, long night, like 14, nothing early, lots of pressure on Dak from the outside, Danelle Hunter. And it just, it didn't seem like it was going to end. And then, you know, then the offensive line, like tightened things up. It was nice. And Dak's passing all over them. Just couldn't stop the run. I mean, Minnesota had 135 yards rushing through yeah. three quarters. And it, you know, it didn't end there. Just could not stop them. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to blame Jason Garrett. I don't know who's calling the plays anymore, but I knew second and two down where we were. He held on to his timeouts. I'll give him that. That was nice. But I think I, I said to my son, I was like, there has to be a designed run here for Dak. That's what they're not looking for. That's what they haven't seen all game. I don't think they play. I don't think they practice a fourth and two out pattern to Zeke. I really don't. And that was their go-to there on fourth down, and that ultimately killed them. Well, that so, last um, drive, Dak was on fire the whole day, and then yeah. they basically took it out of his hands with some runs. And uh, I did not agree with that decision, but go for it. Randall Cobb over a hundred yards. Yeah. Cooper over a hundred yards. It was nice. It was nice to watch. And then they got down close and they got very conservative and a uh, big, big mess. Well, I owe somebody an apology because House and I took the Cowboys minus three and million dollar picks on Thursday. And the biggest reason was it was Kirk Cousins on a Sunday night Yeah, that he was going to do something dumb and give Dallas the game. Never did. Never did. He it. didn't. I don't think he... He had a good game. I don't know. It's going to look better than it was. He had like two one-yard touchdown passes. The right before the half, I don't know, it was like 11 seconds left. They had a timeout or something. He threw he threw it like to the five-yard line to get, get a, a closer field goal. I don't know what he did. So he mismanaged a few things. But like I said, it didn't matter. He was running running, uh, running it up on this team. Well, here, here's bad. the thing with now Cousins, though. What's that? No interceptions, no fumbles, only took one sack. Yeah. That's, that's a great game for Kirk Cousins, yeah, that, right? That's the best game of his life. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I thought I think both teams are playoff teams. I don't know if both teams are going to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. We're in a really weird situation now in the NFC where we have the Niners who are playing Seattle uh, tomorrow night, 8-0. Packers are now 8-2, which is really confusing if you watch them, especially if you watch the Carolina game today. They do not feel like an 8-2 team. Mm -hmm. Saints 7-2 coming off probably the most embarrassing loss anybody had this year. Seahawks seven and two and Minnesota seven and three. And then it drops. So you have that as your top five. There's a two win drop off to Dallas, the Rams and the Eagles and Carolina are all five and four. And that's one spot. Those, those guys are fighting for. Well, but the thing is Dallas and Philly, one of those one two of have to make the playoffs. Right, right, right. So if you look at everybody else, they're actually three, uh, two wins. And in Chicago's cases, three wins behind the second mm -hmm. wildcard team. So you, it's bizarre. I mean, the Rams are five and four and the Chiefs are six and four, not to the jump to the AFC, but you would never, you would never think that, right? That right. They, these teams have eight losses between them. And I don't know what to think with the Rams. And you know what? My therapist said, stop blaming quarterbacks so much. Start mm. looking at the offensive line. So I've done that. I think it's, it's it maybe is going to add years to my life because I'm 
constantly blaming the quarterbacks and Trubisky and Goff, and they they do have their terrible moments. But that offensive line was getting getting thrown around today for the Rams. I mean, they can never seem to run the ball anyway. But I think we give we don't give the Steelers enough credit defensively. It was a game I feel like they should not have won, and I think that Goff call completely changed the game. I yeah. actually don't think either either team should have won. It probably should have just ended up with in a tie. Weren't but, there a lot of? I mean, that lends to what you were saying with low. You know, the the quality of play was low. I didn't think anyone should have won the Bills Browns game. No, that was awful. Um, you know, Arizona Tampa Bay kind of felt the same way. Uh, I, I don't know, Jets Giants. You could throw that any week. Neither of those teams deserve to win. But yeah, I felt that. I felt the same way about those guys. Yeah, the Bucks Cards game. And the uh, Titans-Chiefs game were actually pretty fun. But for the most part, it was pretty bad football. And mm. I can't tell if it's just kind of that midseason malaise where everybody now has enough tape to scout everybody else yeah. or whether so many different teams have injuries. Like you saw the Chiefs game. They ran that graphic with their offensive line. What was that in the second half? And it was like four of the guys were out. And, oh, right, right. And it was like, oh, my God. Well, the teams only keep like eight. Offensive lineman Max, they're missing. And one of them was Schwartz, who had like uh, thousands of snap consecutive streak broken. So that really, when you have a guy like that out, it really throws it off because you don't know how to move guys in and out. You know, there are a lot of lot of mediocre teams, and yeah, I mediocre think, teams and kicking. I mean, you look up at any screen, you're like, this kick's gonna miss. This is 43 right. yards on the road. This guy's not getting this. This extra point has a 55 percent chance of going through. It's just. Why is the kicking getting so much worse right now? Well, the Bills did a, the Browns score the first touchdown of the Browns Bills game, mm-hmm. and of course get a, a taunting penalty on the touchdown. Right. The Bills look at it and go, "Normally, the team takes it on the kickoff," mm-hmm. and the Bills were like, "No, we're going to take it now. We don't think this guy can make a forty-eight yard PAT." They were right. Yeah. He missed it, and it was six nothing instead of seven nothing. It was so stupid. That was a big point. So many stupid big, things. Big like this. freaking point. If you have plus three all over the place and the and the Buffalo Bills, but but look at this though. AFC, Pats eight and one, Ravens seven and two. Yeah, Texans six and three. Mm-hmm. Bills still somehow six and three. Even though if you watch them, you, they don't stand out more than fifteen of these crap teams. Right. Chiefs are are a stunning six and four. Mm-hmm. And then. Steelers, Raiders, Colts, all five and four, and the Titans are five and five. This was the first day I really started to wonder if the Steelers could actually make the playoffs. Yeah. Just like, just by, almost by accident. The Jacoby Brissett thing, I think, you know, I, I, there's no way they lose to Miami if he's playing that game. Brian Hoare was so bad. And if, if the, if the mistake probably was trusting Brian Hoare, they think like, not just not just running the ball and controlling the clock and just yeah. trying to keep it low scoring game, but um, but the Steelers. This is the first time, like nine and seven is probably going to get into the playoffs, and they can probably get to nine and seven with their defense, right? Well, they might be the full crap team that we'd never want to believe in, and we we wait too long to believe in them and lose a bun- bundle of money doing so. Um, you know, in six days they beat the Dolphins on Monday night, a game they were losing. Uh, they ended up winning by 10 points, but lucky to win that one. I think if you watch that, then they play the Colts. And like you said, Brissett goes out. Am I getting this right? That was it, right? Yeah. Brissett, that was in six days. And then today they could have won a loss. But then then you look at it like this Minka Fitzpatrick thing. This might have been a really good deal. Like the first two games, the defense allowed six touchdown passes and had no interceptions. Yeah. And weeks three through 10, nine touchdown passes in seven weeks. 
and 13 interceptions. And that guy is all over the place, returning touchdowns and picking balls off. He's spectacular. He takes out your best receiver. It, uh, it was a great trade for them. I still do not agree with not lottery protecting the pick. Yeah. I still think that's indefensible, but I think, well, it's not going to matter though, right? I mean, they're going to be, well, it's not going to matter now, but I mean, think of the, Mm -hmm. the, they were down 14, nothing in Miami. And if Brissett doesn't get hurt last week, they probably don't win that game. And then this game, I have no idea how they won. And it really did flip. I mean, their offense scored 10 points today. I think the team you have to watch out for. All right. I know. I know it's tough to watch them move the ball and Rudolph is going to be Rudolph, but, and McVeigh, everyone's like, Oh, how did he lose to Rudolph in two weeks? You know, it's like, I don't know. I think it was the defense that stepped up, but the Raiders of that team, I think, let's say the bills get the five. The Raiders are scary at five and four next two games, Cincinnati and at the jets. Yeah. They're seven and four. I don't, I'm, I think they could score on the Chiefs, right? They have a couple. They have game left there. The Chargers still, I think. Well, improbably, they're a half game out of the uh, out of the AFC West lead, right? So, if you had to go favorite AFC teams right now, just to believe in the rest of the way, would you have New England or Baltimore in the in the one spot for you? Well, I'm glad we're taking the Chiefs out of the two spot for sure. So, but where um, would you go, Patriots or Ravens, right now? No, I, I still go. Uh, what we're, we're talking in Foxborough? What, what doesn't matter. Just who do you like the most? From what you've seen, we've now had a nine-game sample size. It's not about what I've seen this year. It's, it's about what, what I've seen in January, yeah. and I think I think the Patriots get it done. I think that's going to be a home game anyway. But but I think Baltimore is definitely second at at worst. Really good. Yeah, you don't want to read too much into the Cincinnati thing, but. Lamar just he's feeling it he really is and then the what's interesting is now if I asked you all right what's the number three AFC team that you feel the best about I don't know what that answer is yeah it's uh it, it's kind of toss-up I, I I think I like the Texans more than a lot of people do do you like um, the Texans more than the Chiefs I might I don't know didn't they play that game did I miss that? That's <laughs> over, right? Yeah. I, I don't like this Chiefs. The Chiefs defense just looks so soft bad. at any time. They can give up a big play or three mid-sized plays. I mean, this is now Tannehill throwing against them and having his way with them, you know? The Chiefs are really sloppy. It's yeah. all the stuff we've made fun of Andy Reid teams about over the years, and it seems mm-hmm. like a much worse version of it. They've also had a lot of bad luck with dumb injuries and stuff, but I, I, I'm still stupefied how they lost that Tennessee game. Well, I am too, but I, I, I that, like that was one of the biggest giveaways we've had this season. The first sure. nine weeks, there's no way Tennessee should have won that game. No. And there's really no way they should have won anyway, because, or they should at least get that kick over because that was his name, Josh Kalu. Yeah. I mean, he was offsides by like, they would call that for an NBA travel, how much he was offsides by. He was like three steps over the line and then blocks the kick. So. I don't know what the answer is. I know. Why can't the last play of every game be reviewed? If the idea is, hey, we sent the wrong team to the Super Bowl. That's why we have these pass interference calls with the Saints and Rams. And they won't admit as much. But that's why. That's exactly why they have it. They don't want to make the wrong team win in the last play or down to the wire. That's why inside two minutes, you you don't have to make use one of your challenges. It's automatically challenged. Let's review the last play, not maybe for holding on the offensive line, but for stupid shit like if the ball was snapped in time or right. if someone was off sides or so so blatantly. Ob- I don't know how they missed that anyway. It's not like everyone's spread out. Everyone's staring. These uh, back judges and field officials 
are staring at the offensive and defensive lines, right? How do they miss that? I didn't get it. I, I mean, it just seems like we've had more ref error than ever. Maybe we're yeah. more hyper aware of it because of the 24 seven mm-hmm. social media cycle now. But um, I, I, the big loser today is probably Mariota because Tannehill is a pretty, pretty average to half decent quarterback, right? He's like a C plus. Yeah. He's, you know, if he's your quarterback for 10 years, you're probably going 75 and 77. Yeah, right. I think that's fair. He comes in and he he looks like he's in a sports movie compared to what they had before. And they're so <laughs> fired up to have a competent quarterback. You would think it's like Tom Brady in 2007. He made a couple great plays. And the way the team responds to him making a play is hilarious because yeah. they've just had three years of just complete crap with their quarterback. Right. Yeah, and you thought like, well, maybe they're not getting him receivers. Adam Humphrey, whatever, you know, they that was supposed to be their savior. And he yeah. obviously he wasn't. But it also, you know, they respond to big Derrick Henry runs too. And they got a couple of those. And that was nice. That put them right back in it. He does. That was the classic Derrick Henry. You know, you, you have like the one in nine chance of going against him in fantasy. And you just mm-hmm. hope it's not one of those two Derrick Henry weeks when he's just right. wreaking havoc. But yeah. uh Tennessee, not awful, because you could make a case going back the earlier part of their schedule that Mariota just cost them a couple wins, you know, that he was so incompetent that their record's five and five, but maybe if Tannehill had been playing the whole time, I think he swings at least one of those games. Yeah, that ugly Thursday game against Gardner Minshew in uh, Jacksonville. It was, yeah, that that rings a bell. And uh, yeah, they could be better. See, but I like to think that the Texans are going to pull away in that division. Well, I think, I think there's a world in which the Bills fall off here. Really? Because they're not very good. Do you watch the Bills and go, oh, yeah, I can see them in the playoffs? No, for sure. But I remember their schedule. I don't, I don't know. I remember it being pretty light, right? This, they, it's, they were showing their record today, and they were 6-2. and two, And I'm just like, how is this team 6-2? and two? Doesn't make your team look good. That's supposed to be the big win on your schedule. I know. I know. 16-10. to 10, Barely beat them. Well, we uh, we have a lot to cover. We're going to take a quick break. Let's talk about our old, 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 old friend, Stamps.com. No need to interrupt your workday or fight traffic to get to the post office. You know why? Anything you do at the post office, you can also do at Stamps.com. Whether you're a small office sending invoices or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage. 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox. With stamps.com, you also get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Wow. Not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season. Holiday season's coming. Yeah. We're not that far away. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for stamps.com with my promo code BS. Get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage. Type in BS. Stamps.com. Enter BS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. All right. A um, couple, couple things I wanted to hit. Lamar's MVP run. I think we talked about this last week. What was he, plus 250 or plus 350? Yeah. He had another awesome game. He's probably been the fantasy MVP, unless it's either him or Russell Wilson. 
He has. I think he has the most points in most leagues. Yeah, two hundred and fifty nine points. Mm-hmm. So I saw this in a couple places. I think it was Warren Sharp had it. So thanks to Warren, he's had sixteen regular season starts now. So that's basically a full season, even though it's last year and this year. 3,150 passing yards, 20 TDs, eight interceptions, and he's rushed for 1,287 yards and 10 TDs. Yeah. So he's responsible for 30 TDs. I'm really starting to get excited for what his end of the season stats are going to look like. Because he's Ah. he's going to rush for 1,200 yards. Yeah. Easy. And he's having fun out there. I think it's different. I know people are worried. We've seen this guy before. We've seen Vince Young and we've seen RG3. No, I kind of think it's different. Those guys were were a little dumber with the way that I'm sorry if I, that's the wrong word, but I remember RG3 trying to tiptoe the sidelines, getting an extra five or six yards and then getting hammered. Lamar Jackson doesn't really get hit. No, he's, he's kind of like Tom Brady with wheels, you know? He's so much savvier. He's also, mm-hmm. he just seems like he's two chess moves ahead on the chessboard with everybody else. Like even yeah. in a play where it seems like he should get hit, he always knows what seems like he knows what's going to happen before it happens. Right. He's very impressive. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there like, yeah, I don't want to conv- consider him for MVP because of what's going to happen to him. It's like, well, that doesn't make sense. You have to look at his body of work. And he had an amazing passer rating if that's your thing. Like you're not going to, you know, maybe down the road it is going to be ugly for him, but you're not going to say, yeah, this milk is great. But you know what? Someday it's going to be sour. So <laughs> right, right. toss it in the trash now. It doesn't make sense. Also, some people are just more durable than other people. Right. Like James Harden plays 78 78- 80, 81 games every year. And if you watch them, he takes a ton of punishment on drives and, you know, the way he plays. Like, he he should have had more injuries by now, but he's just a durable guy. And uh, Well, I think Lamar will be the favorite. I don't know that San Francisco wins, but I don't think this is the kind of game that Russell Wilson's going to light it up stat-wise. So, uh, San Francisco wins for sure. I think Lamar is, is number one right there. So, if San Francisco wins and Lamar's odds are even or... Mm-hmm. around there. I think we have to investigate. Yeah, for sure. I don't even know who the who would be the number two pick. You mean Rodgers? After those two, you mean? You think Rodgers is the second pick right now? Well, third. For MVP. So you'd have Wilson second, Rodgers third. Yeah, yeah. I think. I don't know. McCaffrey? Those running backs just never win. I don't mean to sound like a hater because I really like and respect Rodgers. I just, when I watch the Packers... There's a lot of times I don't feel like he's even the most valuable player they have on the offense. Oh, you don't think he's the most valuable Aaron on the team? Well, Aaron Jones has been really good and has carried them in some of these games where, I, you know, I'm not I'm not sure it really mattered as much who was playing quarterback for them. I just think... Whereas Lamar yeah, is everything for Baltimore. Every single thing they do feeds off everything he's good at. No, it's true. It's true. But if Rodgers keeps the mistakes to a minimum, ends up with 30-something touchdowns and eight or nine interception seven or eight and they have 12 wins he's gonna be right in he'll be top three well i think i think uh bridgewater is in the top four now too because we've seen (laughs) the before and after with him i uh drew Brees could have had 30 more drives and i don't think it would have mattered i don't think they would have closed that gap so on the one hand with the saints that was a pretty awful game. On the other hand that was the classic how do you get up for this game oh we're just gonna roll over these guys and then you know, it was typical. And you could feel it right away in the first 40 minutes. Like, oh, this is going to be one of these games. Mm-hmm. Oh, didn't thought Atlanta had rolled over for the year. Think again. But. Well, you get up for it because it's a division game. Like, you know, I know Atlanta has one win before today. 
They have one win? Yeah, they have one win. They're two and seven. Yeah, now they have two. You know, but it's different if it's Arizona coming into um or Cincinnati coming into New Orleans. I, I just think Matt Ryan, Drew Brees should always be a, be a big game for both coaches and teams. I don't know what to make of it. I think every team, it's like that Packers game. What was that game? What was it, two weeks ago when they just shit the bed? Uh, against the Chargers? Yeah. I think... Uh, last week. Yeah. Last week. I think you're allowed one shit the bed game in the first 10 weeks. Yeah. But the weird thing... Just give to, everyone a heads up before you do it. Yeah, so that you you don't give us a heads up before eliminator we, pool. If we have you in a tease. Yeah. The weird thing for me with them this year is, is Kamara... And uh, and why when you think about where he was heading into the season when he was in the discussion for who's going to be the number one guy in fantasy, mm-hmm. and he hasn't even been close. But, no, well, banged up. He hasn't played in a couple of weeks, but yeah, you're right. He just he just has had a bad year for I think mm-hmm. what we expected. Barkley's had a bad year, I think, for compared to the expectations for different reasons because he's on a weird team and um. You know, teams are obviously keen up for yeah, him. They should shut him down, right? What's the point of seems like going? it? And McCaffrey's right been the now. one who exceeded everybody's expectations, but um, yeah. unless you expected him to score on on the last play, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. the only expectation. That was weird. It looked like he slipped. I would have if you had just told me, "Here's the play they're going to do." I would have thought ninety nine times out of hundred, he scores. Right, and if he hugs the ball to his neck instead of his, you know, midsection. And, you know, falls on his back on the goal line, then it's a different story. That was a great end. I have to give it to like Kyle Allen. I don't, I yeah. don't feel like we see rookies like this years ago, you know, in bunches coming up in big spots on the road. You know, it all of a sudden started to snow. It's Lambeau Field, the, the underdog going against a Packers team, like you said, got routed last week. Yep. And he's, he's right in there at the end. Pretty gutty. Really bad footing, too. Yeah. That was a really fun game. It's always fun when it, uh, when it snows in Lambeau, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not crossing off Carolina. I mean, I know they're in the playoff picture and all the thing, but I I think they can do some stuff. I'm I'm not, you know, they can move the ball over and over again in this game. They that that uh that Allen had to make throws and he made them. Yep. You know, and they, they were harassing him too. It wasn't like he was just sitting there. Yeah, scrambling, throwing the guys yeah. on his on their knees and um, yeah, he kept a bunch of drives alive to keep him. I don't know why did that I know you like that kicker, so you probably know about this. I didn't have the audio on. Why did they go for two to make it 24-16? That was that weird chart thing. That's to, when you're down. Is there a new chart? I don't know what happened. Yeah, there. when you're uh, down 14, the thinking is you go for the two because if you get it, then you can win the game. If you don't get it, you could still go for another two. You need two touchdowns. I don't totally understand it. Hmm. It's a classic example of the nerds have just made everything more confusing. Right. Um, well, I mean, the way everyone's missing a freaking kick, you know, who knows? Just go for two every time now. Just such a bummer. Another thing that happened, the Pats ended up winning today somehow. Chiefs, well, why is that? Does Chiefs lose. Won? Chiefs six yeah. and four. Now we, mm-hmm. now we definitely don't have to go to Arrowhead in January mm-hmm. for any reason. The Bills lose. They have a two-game lead, and they've already beaten the Bills, and it's just looking pretty good. Yeah. I'm excited. Good for you. Thanks. I don't know. Only you could come away with a win on a bye. Yeah, feel good. Feel better than I did a week ago. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, Saints-Falcons, most damaging gambling game we've had of the year so far? I think so. I think it might have been. Jets-Cowboys was pretty bad, too. Uh, you know, 
Cowboys were no world beaters tonight, but um killed every ten every ten point tees got killed. Every yep. tease where you threw three or four money line favorites, mm-hmm. murdered all of those. Um and then whatever the elimination pools were left. I'm sure that I'm sure it took out a bunch of those too. Yeah, because you can elimination pools, you can go against Cincinnati, you could go against Miami, you could pretty much go against Arizona week after week after week, and it, it wasn't gonna hurt. You can go against the Jets. Um, but yeah, this was a bad one. Well, I was thinking it's it seems like Cincinnati has a chance now to lock down that first pick. Right. And I actually watched an entire college football game on I Saturday. saw you had yeah. money on LSU. It did. Yeah, that was fun, right? It really it makes was. Want to watch a little bit. I was confused why college football games take four hours. Yeah. Is that just a standard thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. I mean, depending on the conference, sometimes those SEC games like LSU, LSU, that was just going to be a lot of uh, passing in that game. But, uh, oh, yeah, Big 12 game could go like 9, 9 a.m. start on the Ludicrous. West Coast could go to like 1, one. Wait till long. Maybe don't stop the clock um, <laughs> every time somebody gets a first down in the last two yeah. minutes, wherever that dumb rolls. The reason it's I bring this up, though, is I thought LSU's quarterback was wonderful. Borrow, yeah. And if you put that dude on Cincinnati, I'd feel pretty good for them. He's pretty solid. I, you know, I don't want to, people can get mad at me. He's been compared to Romo and how nifty mm. he is. And he's just kind of young Romo. Shit. Romo right, 2.0. Yeah. Romo 2.0. He'll take it, right? It was fun. I love rooting against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Ever since Nick Saban took his ball and ran home because he couldn't win the AFCs for a couple years <laughs> and, and went back to college and hid there and gets all these five-star recruits every year. He's so many five-star recruits. Mallory said they had three top 20 wide receivers and their kick returner is a sophomore. He can't even come in the draft. And the guy's oh, like yeah. Devin Hester 7.0. Right. Um, just loaded everywhere. A lot of on that team. Hmm? But yeah, that borough is like minus 1,000 to win the Heisman now. He was like, plus 180 going in. He was terrific. And I, I think if that's going to be the first pick, it's a pretty good first pick. I feel better about that than uh, than Sam Darnold than some of the other people we've seen in the top three situations. Yep. Um, the Rams. This is kind of catastrophic. You I, did it. You, you, you did it. Coach Belichick slayed him. That's it. I don't think they have any outs. I don't know what happens to this team. The golf contract, you know, you can blame the offensive line was bad. Mm-hmm. You can blame it all you want. They have no outs. There's no scenario where they could really improve this team the way they need to improve it because of the money they have going out to like five guys. And it, it's weird to think that the Rams have already peaked, but I think they've already peaked. This was a team we thought was going to be potentially the team of the 2020s. But if we if they win that game, we're not talking about it, right? If they go six and three, so I don't know. That wanted- that's that would have been a bad win. Even them winning that, like they they just look so incompetent offensively. Like none of their receivers can get open. And I feel right. Cooper Cup had zero or one catch. Zero. I, I, I think he had zero catches. Right? Shut down by the Steelers looked like the Pat secondary, and then. You so know, that's their fallback when, you know, because Todd Gurley isn't Todd Gurley anymore. He's so, not. Okay, we have no running game, but we do have that five-yard, seven-yard slant to Cooper Cup. And then when you shut that down, boy, you're just relying on safeties and and, and defensive touchdowns. That's the only way you're going to win. Well, the other thing is they gave up a first-round pick for Brandon Cooks. 
who got another concussion recently. Mm-hmm. And now it's like probably is out for the year. I think he's right. had five. And, uh, and that was their speed guy. And you could feel the lack of the speed guy today. They just, there was nobody couldn't open. Get separation. Couldn't yeah. stretch the field, any of that stuff. And then Gurley is just not Gurley anymore. And there's been, look, there's been a ton of stuff written about this. There's all kinds of stats and all that stuff. But the Rams for the first like 12 to 13 weeks of last season. And then in December slash January, when things start flipping with Gurley. And they've really never been the same since. And I don't know why, what made me think that they could go. I really thought their defense could win the game by itself today. And it almost did. But mm-hmm. they're in these situations now where if they're on the road, outdoors against a good defense, I don't think they can get to 20 points. No. So they're a cross-off. Crazy, though. They might be a cross. I mean, they play the Bears next Sunday night. That's that's a cross-off game, right? Yeah. I mean, I would probably cross those two teams off anyway, but wow. that's pretty bad. And then uh, I wanted, we talked about Tennessee earlier. I had this. So they're 5-5. Five and five. Here are the rest of their games. You tell me what you think happens. Mm-hmm. Home for Jack, the bye week next week, home for Jacksonville. I feel like that's a win. Mm -hmm. Six and five. At Indianapolis, I'm guessing Brissett's back by then. Mm -hmm. So if Brissett and T.Y. are back, that's a different Colts team. If neither of those guys are back, that's a win. And if one of them's back, it's a toss-up. Then they're at Oakland week 14. But then here's, and I'd forgotten about this. Home for Houston week 15, home for New Orleans week 16, Hmm. but then at Houston week 17. So they play Houston two of the last three weeks. Oh, so that's not great for them. Is it not great for them or is that actually fantastic for them? I I think at Indy, at Oakland, at Houston, at least two out of three losses there. And then what? That's seven losses? (sighs) And then New Orleans looks like they might need it now. They can only lose one more time. No, but no, they, no. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't like. It. I, I have to deal with Clay Travis every day, so I can't. I can't promote <laughs> this to Tennessee team. Well, I like the fact that they play Houston twice, mm-hmm. and they're playing them with the right quarterback because one of those games could have happened in September, and yeah, right, they would have been screwed. No, they're a better team now for sure. Freddie Soup, want to talk about him really quick? I do. He got so lucky. We were. La- I watched with House and Jacko, and. uh and Blue Boy, because they were all in town visiting this weekend. And uh, and th- the eight plays inside the two-yard line, awesome. just never had seen anything like it. It was like he was just reaching into the deep recesses of his asshole and pulling out yet another terrible play. The terrible- up 6 nothing could have gone up 9 nothing. I don't know when that team is up two scores, <sighs> but it seems like it would be good, right, once this year to be up two scores. I've never seen a team run more plays without running any of the plays that actually work when you're on the right. two-yard line. Like, where's yeah. the play where the quarterback just rolls out and throws to the tight end, which seems to work every time? Mm-hmm. Or just the quick inside run or the QB sneak or... I don't know. They're doing these They're doing these plays where there's a, a wide receiver in motion and you don't know if they're going to flip them the ball or not, but then it's a delayed, you know pitch pass it's like what are you guys doing what do you think there's like you get more points if it's a cool play right just put the ball in the end zone <laughs> dumbasses they're all over the place. i mean that was the game that no one deserved to win right i mean even awful. the the classic tom brady shovel pass that hit the ground and then the bills recovered and ran for a touchdown you thought that was the game like for a second everybody thinks the game's over and it's like yeah Oh yeah, shit! Oh, they got lucky there. That that was the one time this year I thought Baker felt like he was in control. And he's like, "Relax, relax. It's incomplete. We got this." And sure enough, they did. 
<laughs> they grinded it out, won the game. I, you know how they have the red zone and the fantasy zone on DirecTV? It's like 703, mm -hmm. 704. I think they should have the dread zone. <laughs> and it's just cameras on fans for teams like the Browns. Because you can kind of see the people in the end zone. They were so horrified. <laughs> they just didn't disbelief by what was happening. After like the sixth play and the seventh play, and you can kind of see some of the fans in the first couple rows yeah. behind. And, they, and they're just, they look like they're watching their car get towed. They said that look like, why? <laughs> what is happening? Some of the words. I love the dread zone. Oh, I love it. The dread zone. It was zone a controversial fantasy trade in our league that involved Dodo Beckham Jr. You didn't think it was controversial, but basically, guy in last place gave up Odo Beckham Jr. and James White for like three Eagles who were off this week. One of them's Miles Sanders. He was by far the best Eagle of the bunch, but you were okay with that. But. Uh, I was okay with it because Odell's been awful week after week. And he was the reason the guy was in last place, our friend Cohurst. Mm -hmm. So it's like, no, sure. all right, so he's trading a guy who is single-handedly murdered his team. On paper, it seemed like a crazy trade. But then yet you watch today and Odell didn't do anything again. I know. But my thing is, out of those five guys, Odell's the only one who could have seven touchdowns in the next three weeks, right? Really, I Right? Guess. He's the only one. In a video And game. he's a blue chipper still. And I know he's probably the reason he's in last place. But my thing always with this is if you're going to trade one of the top guys, top names at least, yeah, put it out. Just say, hey, I'm trading Odell Beckham. Uh, and I'm trading point. him in the next two days. And if you can't say shit to me if you don't offer me anything. I'm just going to take my best offer. If that's Miles Sanders, so be it. Yeah, if you're two and seven and you and you're basically don't want to pay for the end of the meal, Shakey's lunch, which is going right. to be Bill's Raiders or whatever terrible game that is. Yep. Um, Send the email out. Everyone on my team's available. I will be yeah. making trades. I do not want to finish last. Odell's available. You name it. That's it. That's all you have to do. And no one could say anything. Well, do you think the Browns could trade Freddie Kitchens to, to his <laughs> XFL team? I'm so freaking mad because I have a Thursday night bit to do. Browns, Browns, Steelers this week. And I was going to shit all over the Browns. And now they have, now they won and the Steelers won. I'm like, ah, now I have to regroup. What now are you I talking about? We, Freddie Kitchen stinks jokes. They ran 11 straight plays from inside the four-yard line in the first yeah. half and did it, and never put any of them in the end zone. I know. And they won. Why can't you shit on the Browns? I don't understand. I just feel like, I don't know. I don't like when a team comes off a win like this because now, no. you think I can? Maybe I will. It, it, Freddie Kitchens is in the running for the worst coach I've seen in the last like six, seven, eight years. Yeah. I'd have to think about it some more, but he it's really, he hits every check mark on the checklist of when you know a team isn't well coached. The dumb if penalties. If the Browns could get Hugh Jackson back and erase everybody's memory that he was ever there, you think they would do it right now? Hugh Jackson or Freddie Kitchens? Yeah. Well, it seems like the, his players seem like they kind of like him. Would be the, the players definitely did not like Hugh Jackson. I think that was a problem. They didn't like Hugh. All right. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, Baker called him an idiot on film, but... Yeah, that is true. Like a friendly idiot? Like we think of like Mike August? I would have Dennis Leary, maybe. Wasn't he the coach <laughs> in draft day? Yeah. He's more realistic to me as a coach than Freddie Kitchens. It's That's a toss-up. Let's, uh, let's do guest lines, but we got to take a break. Hey, let's talk about ZipRecruiter. Finding key players for your team can be challenging. Just look at the Rams. They gave all that money to Jared Goff. They paid Aaron Donald. They gave Todd Gurley a big contract. They went and they traded for Jalen Ramsey. They can't block. They, they don't have any speed anymore. It's tough. 
It's tough to find the right people. Cafe Autorist COO Dylan Miskowitz, he can relate. He needed to hire a director of coffee. He posted his job on ZipRecruiter. Found the best person for the role in just a few days. If only the Rams had done this. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. The Rams should like put should advertise for a left tackle there. Get it on there. Can you find a left tackle on ZipRecruiter, Kyle? It's conceivable, it's right? It's, definitely yeah, it's worth a shot. It's better than the block in the today. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Once again, ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. And while we're here, you may have heard about a popular VPN that recently was breached. Hackers may have compromised the very thing that Wi-Fi users relied on to help keep them private online. Thankfully, there's a VPN choice out there you can trust. Feel confident knowing you have protection from Norton Secure VPN, a leader in consumer cybersecurity. Norton Secure VPN uses bank-grade encryption to help block hackers from stealing the info you send and receive over Wi-Fi, both public and home Wi-Fi. Don't risk compromising your online privacy with the wrong VPN. Choose a trusted brand with over 30 years of consumer cybersecurity experience and a name millions of people around the world rely on. Get Norton Secure VPN. Help keep private info in and prying eyes out. Right now, get Norton Secure VPN at norton.com slash VPN Simmons. Starting at $3.33 a month for the first year with annual subscription. Norton.com slash VPN Simmons. Terms apply. All right, Thursday night, you mentioned it. Brown Steelers, it's in Cleveland. This game's not in London. There are no more London games, right? <laughs> That's if of London, we do have a Mexico game. I'll let you figure out if it's this week or down the road. Oh, no. Is there a Mexico <laughs> game this week? When is it? Is that Monday night? It's, don't help him out, oh, Kyle. No. He's a grown man. He can figure this out. There's a Mexico game? It's Monday night. Right now, it's scheduled to be in Mexico. We'll see. Well, what, what would happen? Well, I don't, last year it was canceled, right? The field wasn't ready? I don't know. Well, I have the Browns favored. By four over the Steelers. All right. I'm going to get this. I said three. It's two and a half. Three over Buffalo. Two and a half over Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, a worse record. They they are figuring that they're uh, better competition than Buffalo, I guess. How would you describe your feelings about Mason Rudolph? Uh, Having money. Would you want to have money on him in this game? He's Ryan Tannehill light, I think. <laughs> Is that a bad thing to say about someone? Uh like a like a slightly poor man's Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, he seems locked into James Washington. I don't know. Maybe it's better the offense with James Conner and when when Schuster. But it, it doesn't seem like it works for him. I'm not a huge fan. You just thought if he didn't turn it over, the Rams were going to have trouble scoring seven, right? If the Rams had to score three, they might be able to. But if Rudolph turned it over, well, he did. He threw, wait, which, oh yeah, no, I mean, I mean, towards the end there, oh, last couple yeah. Of drives, yeah. I was just waiting for it. Yeah. Sunday, marquee game. You're not going to believe this. I do not have the Patriots game here. I have, really? I have Ravens-Texans. I think it's a better game. It's fun. Deshaun against Lamar. There's some MVP implications. Two t they're in the top five, both of them. Yep. It's incredibly, it's going to be incredibly entertaining. I can't wait to watch it. And I think the odds of this being a very, very good game 
are much higher than the odds of the Pats Eagles being a very, very good game. So okay. that's my Sunday marquee. I have the Ravens by four and a half. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I had a feeling you were going to say, I got it four and a half exactly also. And that's what it is. Four and a half. Right. Square in the Vegas zone. This is a nice time for the Ravens to catch the Texans. They've had some injuries. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's a, it's the most must win game of all time for the Texans. I don't know. No, the Texans take care of business in their division. They're, they're good. They have a good enough lead that they could, they'll be fine. I think. Yeah, I agree. But I don't, I, I think the Ravens destroy a team like the Bengals. They destroy a team like the Dolphins. They surprise a team like the Chiefs, but you, you, I don't know. At home laying points was, is a weird kind of thing or surprise a team like the Patriots rather. This is a strange thing. Crazy reinvention by the Ravens where they had this whole run dating back to the earlier part of the decade with, you know, the tail end of Ray Lewis and Suggs and Flacco and all that stuff. And then kind of treaded water and stayed relevant, but not, not a hundred percent relevant. And then we're just able to reinvent themselves in a year. Ozzie Newsom. Yeah. Great job by him. Yeah. It is, I mean, it is true though. They, they did have the 25th pick that year and did not take Lamar. Right. And then traded back into the draft to take him at 32. Mm -hmm. But it is one of those classic things where they loved him, but they didn't love him enough to take him over at the tight end at 25. They're a fun team. You don't want to see them. You don't want to see them in Foxborough at all. You'd rather see the Chiefs. No, Lamar's terrifying. I don't, I don't want to see Lamar ever again this season. Yeah. The watchables. I got two. Saints at Tampa. I continue to think the Bucs are the most entertaining league pass team. <laughs> I really enjoy watching them. Jameis did it again today. He, right away. He threw a couple terrible picks. Yeah. They they had their usual three turnovers, including um, their running back just decided to drop the ball. Mm-hmm. There's no one around him. He was just kind of carrying it in his right hand and, and heading toward the sideline. And then he just kind of lost it. So that's, you just know you're going into a Bucks game with three turnovers. There's going to be five incredible Mike Evans plays. Yeah. There's going to be the shot of Jameis coming out of a timeout when he's staring at a photo, just searching for answers, <laughs> not understanding what, where that safety came from. I just really enjoy them. I enjoy them too. I'm, I was I was starting to get sick for Bruce Arians. I was like, this guy's yeah. got health issues. Right. If he has to deal with two Jameis picks every week to start, and then you're losing to a team like Arizona who's coming in on the road, West Coast coming east, how much more can this man take? Uh, I, I think, you know who I liken them to? They're the Salvatore Belomo of the NFL. Oh, Remember Salvatore right. Belomo? How could I forget him? He was a wrestler. He wasn't a jobber. A jobber is a guy who got pinned every time he went out there. Now, Salvatore Belomo would beat up on some, you know, he'd beat up on the jobbers. And then he'd go against uh, like the Iron Sheik or Georgie Animal Steel or one of the better heels. And he'd get, he'd get beat himself. You know, he was fun. He'd clap his hands. He'd dive around. He'd do drop kicks and everything. I think that's what the Bucks are. And that's why I don't think you didn't even mention them in the teams that can make the playoffs. But we don't ever want to cross them off. See, you were almost there with that analogy and you had the wrong wrestler. What, you want to say SD Jones? No. They were, they're the unpredictable Johnny Rods. Oh, Johnny Rods. Okay. Johnny Rods, his nickname literally was the unpredictable Johnny Rods. (laughs) 
This was I what thought he was do. a little more jobber. I don't remember him beating too many guys. That's that's the only thing. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe Iron Mike Sharp because they, he yeah. actually did get pushed a couple times, but could never. He was in like a tweener. He was between that's jobber right. and semi pushed. Exactly, he was tremendous. He had that. Uh, he had that forearm brace. He had that injury, but you know, at, after like two, three years. He never. He didn't. He didn't give up the brace, and he would actually use it to his benefit. He would slug it at uh, a guy, and that was his finishing move. You know, they're obviously they have so many wrestling shows now. They should be stealing from old ideas like that, right? Yeah, because I thought that the cast that the guy might not totally need was one of my favorite wrestling gimmicks. The yep, clothesline, Mike Sharp, Cowboy Bob Orton. Yeah, really yeah. Good. Cowboy Bob Orton had the cast on for a year and a half. Yep. It was great. Well, I have the Saints laying three in Tampa Bay. And I like Oh, you went light. I did. I said six and a half and it's five. Do I get that? Yeah, I was off a point and a half. You're up to. Hmm. Five points. Now they played already. October 6, 31-24, Saints at home. I always feel like these games are close. Buck Saints. No matter um, no matter what I'm year it is. The Saints now. I don't know. <sighs> I want to see a couple of good games out of them again. We see this. I was like, oh, it's going to be great. Kamara hasn't played with Breeze and this defense and Thomas. There's like been like two games that they've all played together, and then this happens. This one was in the running for marquee game, but at least we know it's a full fledged watchable. We're getting to the time of the year when you look at this Pats Eagles game Mm -hmm. that we're about to talk about. When weather could be a factor. Hey Google, what is the weather forecast for Philadelphia next Sunday? There'll be scattered showers there Sunday with a high of 49 and a low of 42. Mm. Whoa. Scattered showers, Sal. Mm. They never, do they, they, the weather, that could change. Maybe it'll be real showers. The weather yeah. can't change. If Google's saying scattered showers Good point. Uh, eight days from now, that's what's got to be. Good point. Google did say that. <laughs> I, this game is in Philadelphia. I think the Patriots are going to be favored by three points. Uh, I said three and a half, and it's four. So I add, I add you out there. Uh, hmm. That's. Will you win this game? Will you freaking win this game? And um, hopefully the Cowboys will beat the broken Lions, and we'll be back where we were before tonight. Just tell me when I can feel good about my offensive line again, because I'm not there yet. No, no, I'm not there yet. Barely watchables. By the way, you want to talk about fan bases that kind of secretly hate their teams right now. The Eagles Eagles are up there. Secretly hate them, really. The Eagles fans, I think they're just frustrated. If you if, yeah. you, if you can get if you can get two Eagles fans talking about the Eagles and really get like in about 3 minutes in they start laying into everybody in the team. Mm-hmm. It's great. And they start complaining about I I got this from an Eagles fan the other day. Well, if your guy had just taken the Indianapolis job, we never would have lost Frank Reich. And oh, he balanced he balanced Doug out. Got that one from somebody recently. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Something like that. I just, you let the Eagles fans vent. Yeah. Barely watchables. First one, Cowboys Lions in Detroit. Detroit has, uh, has Detroit was who we thought they were. <laughs> Took a while to get there. I have uh, the Cowboys favored by three and a half in Detroit. That's what I said. It's uh, three. Okay. I they um who is this? This is Treskel. This is the the old Bengals quarterback, right? The play yeah. today wasn't awful. Yeah, he was not mediocre. No, 
I had him below me. Game. I don't know. I guess he kept he kept his team in that game. It's a, before Trubisky remembered how to throw a pass in the third quarter. But um, yeah, they have to win this. Cowboy, this this is now a must win for the Cowboys. So the Matt Stafford thing. How do you think that conversation went? Where he's like, "I really want to play." Like you can't. I really want to play. You have broken bones in your back. Yeah, I don't care. Just get me a brace. I want to go out there have this streak. Matt, that is unbelievable. And I, I woke up and I have him in a fantasy league, and I'm like, oh crap! What? It, what? Well, don't be a puss, but I just play. And I'm like, a broken bone <laughs> right. in the back. My God! Like Matt, I think we'd hear about this on Thursday. I know he was like not a full participant in practice and everything else, but Matt, here are the, the X-rays. See those? See those broken bones? Those are yeah. in your back. You can't play. <laughs> You're not allowed. Ah, well. Yeah. That that goes with us giving you $700 million. We get to decide which bones are important. I wanted more information about the broken bones. Like where are, mm-hmm. is, so they're not ribs. They're just broken bones. In his back? I thought there was more than one broken bone in the back. Yeah. Jesus. Sit him down. Next one. Vikings home. For the uh, Denver Broncos. I don't know why I didn't put this in the poop factor, but I actually kind of enjoy watching the Vikings. I think Dalvin Cook is uh, is one of the most fun guys to watch right now. Right. So and I, then you got one of the Allens on the other side, right? Yeah. There's no Flacco. I had the Vikings by uh, nine and a half. You're going to get this. I went low. I said seven. Oh, this is before I saw them beat the Cowboys. I went uh, seven. It's nine. Yeah. Well, you want that in a teaser basket. That looks like the... Uh, the fuck job bet of the week. Is it like 21 17 late? Yeah, you're like, who's how does this Allen have three touchdown passes? Right. Why does Kirk Cousins? Why has he been sacked seven <laughs> times? I won't be putting that in tease. This one I'll be thinking about 49ers home for the Cardinals. So I've I've watched the cards a couple times the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Interesting team. They have a pass rush. Like they can actually do some stuff. They can run the ball. They have a couple receivers that can make a play. Well, Christian Kirk was hurt until until this week, and then he seemed to have like three steps on everybody. They're not bad, is my point. I mm-hmm. I would not put them in like the bottom eight or bottom nine or something like that. I I actually think they're closer to, you know that that Buffalo range that maybe we think. And I like some of the stuff their coach does. Kingsbury yeah, they're just stuck. They're just. Stuck in a terrible division, terrible in that they're, they're going to be hard pressed to win any games at three, six, and one in that NFC West where everyone's at each other's throat. But they played the 49ers two weeks ago. I know we haven't guessed the line yet, but that's that's in their memory bank. Yeah. Two weeks is pretty, pretty close. They lost that game by three points on a Thursday night. It was a good battle. Yeah. They are to me the perfect young team in this respect. They actually like they're aggressive. They take chances. They do things that you do when you know you're not going to make the playoffs, but you're trying to build a new culture. You know, they did that crazy punt fake play today and it worked, but it was a really cool play. And it was, it was like a drop your balls on the table kind of play. That coach just doesn't give a shit. I kind of like it. Adrian Adonis, not the obese (laughs) uh, flower shop guy (laughs) of the NFL. I don't know. (laughs) But I like, I think that's how you should be thinking when you're a team that's not going to make the playoffs and you have a really good young player. 
Mm-hmm. And why not be aggressive in these games? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? That's Kingsbury. Yeah, if you see him in the, if you see him as a college coach, you yeah. see. That's, that, well, they almost won the out. Tampa game because of that play. And then Tampa had a really nice drive to come mm-hmm. back. But it was, it's impressive. I have a 49ers by 10 and a half. This is high. I said 11 and a half. It's 13 and a half. That's too high. The Cardinals are competent. I don't agree with I that. I can't line. believe the, I mean, I get, well, I can't believe the team's undefeated. I guess they should get all the respect in the world, but even six and a half against Seattle, now 13 and a half against Arizona. These are division games. My God, one of these needs to be close, right? That feels like it should be close. Plus, coming off like, you know, however, the Seattle, the Seattle mm-hmm. Monday night game, I'm sure that's going to be a war. Yeah. And then you got to play this five and a half games later. Kai, what do you, what are your thoughts on Kyler Murray after 10 weeks from what you've seen? I think he, um, it's funny, he made a uh, a remark about the uh, Heisman Trophy winner. And I was like, hey, like during the week, I was like, why don't you worry about winning Offensive Rookie of the Year? <laughs> this is something that you take every snap, you should be running away with this award. Yeah. This Daniel Jones, all right, he had four touchdowns, but you know he's not going to win. And you're getting it, this to Jacobs, basically, on the Raiders, who didn't say a word in hard knock, didn't do anything to publicize you know, himself. Yeah. But, um. I think a couple more games like this, and it says I, I don't mind him at all as a as a franchise quarterback. Would you? I think he's been good. I I don't I don't he hasn't been as electric as I thought maybe he was going to be. But he's also mm-hmm. young and he's trying to figure it out. But he can definitely he can make different types of throws. He can extend plays. He can do. He's basically as advertised. Yeah, I like him. Poop Fecta. We got four games. Start with Colts Jags. My my Ewing theory Colts man. I guess the Ewing theory just jumped on the center on the uh, Nationals and never looked back. <laughs> just ditched the Colts. It's it was really grim watching them today. They they just have no above average skill players other than Marlon. Well, Mack. yeah, but wouldn't it be a revised Ewing theory? Like it's if the Yan- if like so now Luck is out. That's the Ewing theory. Brissett is out. So it's like Ewing. They lost Ewing and uh, Charles Oakley. Yeah. So it's a Ewing Oakley theory. If they had one today, it's it's kind of past the point of no return for them, unfortunately. Yeah. Although I will say Frank Reich did something that drives me bonkers today. What did he do? This is like the fifth time this year it's happened. They had three timeouts left. They're losing the game and it's in the last minute and it was fourth down. Mm-hmm. And it's not going great. But they're, I think they were like around maybe the 20, something like that. They had to score a touchdown. Fourth and 10 or fourth and nine, something like that. I think they're on the 18. And, uh, and Hoyer calls a timeout. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, now it's like if we don't get this, we're losing. Right, I'm all for the three that. That's timeouts. What Jason Garrett miraculously held on yeah. to his today. Keep your damn timeouts; you'll get a whole nother shot. If you at have it. the three, you don't waste one of the timeouts. Now the game ends if you don't get this. I didn't, exactly. I don't understand why people can't figure that out. I have the Colts by three and a half at home over the Jaguars. I said three. It is right now three. Seems that's fair. a stay away of all stay. Yeah, away. that's. Stay I don't away. care what's going on. Bills are at Miami. This is going to be a terrible game. I have the, uh, man, I had trouble with this. I wanted to say Bills by three. And then I thought people are still not buying into this Miami thing, even though they've been pretty solid for like four or five weeks here. So I settled at Bills by four. I said four and a half and it's six and a half. Six and a half. That's too high. It's too high. They beat them by 10 three weeks ago, but that's too big a number, right? Kudos to Brian Flores. That dude's done a nice job. That team plays hard, and they have five guys I've heard of. 
you made a ballsy bet today. And I, I don't, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, so take an underdog one in a, once in a while. Don't take favorites on teasers. It's not such a ballsy bet. Miami plus the points was a ballsy bet. Did you have them in a teaser too? I had, uh, I teased them with the under. Yeah. Easily won. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. I want to start just making weird bets because anytime I try to do conventional bets, it seems like they lose. I mean, you look I at know. it today. I was reading online today because they have all this intel now from all these different casinos because now they have casinos in New Jersey, all these places. Sure. And at some point they said it was like 930 in the morning our time that 95% of the money in the Chiefs-Titans game was on the Chiefs in some yeah, form. Right. And I saw that and I was just like, oh, so the Titans are somehow going to cover this. Yeah. Like, of course, this is this is why we keep building casinos. That's my, the masses are asses theory. But I, but, but the problem is a lot of the good teams carry a big number like that. 75, 80% on the Ravens and the teams that won too. But underdogs were seven and three today against the spread. Hmm. Panthers, Falcons. I had no idea what to do with this is one. It's in Carolina. I put the Panthers by nine. It might be too high. Oh, I think we split this because we were both two and a half points off. I said four. It is six and a half. Yeah. Oh, so the Falcons look good for one game and now, now we're willing to think they're a good team again. That's basically it. That's ludicrous. Yeah. And they play in like two or three weeks again too. Did you see Matt Ryan's pick with like four minutes left? Yeah, it was nice. As they were closing out the game and they decided to get cute and throw and he just throws yeah. it. It was like a classic, terrible Matt it Ryan taunting. pass. Taunting Drew Brees. Couldn't get it. There. He didn't even have a good game, Matt Ryan. No. I don't. I really don't know how that ended up the score it was. Saints are bad. Mm. Raiders are home for the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. And this is, if Josh Jacobs wants to put away Offensive Rookie of the Year, this would be a nice oh, place yeah. to start. I have the Raiders, amazingly, by 12 points. Uh, you're going to get it here. I said 13. I went higher. It's 10. And man, I don't think they get tripped up. Last year, Crown Royal launched the first off-the-field water break to encourage fans of the game to moderate and hydrate to stay in the game. Whether you're watching in the stadium, watching Homer in a bar, have a great time. Enjoy some crown. Don't be that person that ruins it for everyone. Make the right call and take a water break. So who made the right call this week? Who made the right call? I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say the Raiders made the right call for moving. And, uh, I have a story attached if you'll listen to it. Yeah. Let's hear it. So I'm doing Thursday night. I'm doing Thursday night football. I'm doing a live hit on the game in the pregame. Um, Thursday morning, I tape lock it in live in San Francisco because no one stays in Oakland. So I, I tape it in San Francisco from 1.30 to 2.30 in our hotel in like a conference room. They have the camera set up. Now it should take um, a half hour to get over the bridge. I'm done at 2.30. I'm downstairs 2.35. I have a 4.40 live hit in Oakland Stadium. We get on the bridge and it ain't moving. It ain't. It's not moving for anything. I don't know. what you know, One of those things like five lanes is down to two lanes. Uh, we, don't, we don't know what it is. We're freaking out. I'm not going to get there. Finally, it starts to move. It's 425. I have a 440 hit, and we're still like a half a mile away. And so I get out, and Brother Bry is with me from Against All Odds podcast. And I'm like, we got to run. We have to run. And it was like it was like sprinting through Fallujah because everyone's like, hey, man, you want tickets? Hey, come on. You got it? Who needs? Who's got it? Who needs? I have to get through this whole crazy war zone of people. 
And I, I finally do. And then they see my Fox pass like, oh, fancy guy with his Fox pass. Oh, maybe we'll take that from you. I'm like, I'm going to get mugged. Best case scenario, I get mugged. I'm never going to make it. Miraculously, we get three good answers from security guards as to what door we should enter. And our pass is good and everything's all right. I get through. I get mic'd up at 436 for a 440 hit. I'm in the black hole. I'm with all those maniac fans. And I'm sitting in with them. I'm actually in like right there. There's a gorilla rilla and there's all painted faces and there's a spiked um, shoulder pads and everything. And right before we go live, I feel a, a hand in my pocket, my back pocket. And I was like, you got to be. And I turn around, I grab the hand and I bend the wrist back and I turn around and there's this guy. I was like, are you kidding me? He's trying to pickpocket me oh in God. the black hole. The camera's pointed at us. He doesn't even care that the camera's pointed at us. He doesn't know if it's on or not. And I turn around. I'm like, will you fucking behave yourself? We're on live TV in like 40 seconds. And he looks at me. He's like, <laughs> like there's some, maybe something wrong with him. Maybe not. I don't know. But then I did the live hit. I'm sweating like a pig. You could see like my armpits are sweaty and everything. I get out there and I was, and I, I really don't know how I survived it. And that was my, um, that was, I can cross um, pickpocketed in the black hole off my bucket list. Well, so this guy had your wallet halfway out of your pants? Yeah, he had it. He was like ready to pull it up. And I don't even know how I felt it, but I was like kind of maybe hyper aware. And I just like grabbed his wrist and turned it. I mean, I guess it would have been a, a good score for him. I, I robbed the TV guy <laughs> and he didn't know about it. What an amazing story. How were you not like covered in sweat? I, I don't understand that part. I don't know what it was. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty bad. I, I look great. Well, first of all, when I have those guys around me, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to stand out so much, but, um, but you know, other than that, I want to thank Vito and Mark for hooking me up because then I ended up sitting in the, the, like the president's box, which doesn't have a bathroom. That's how bad off the stadium is. It doesn't have a bathroom and you have to go. So you have to go into the common bathroom outside the president's box. And I'm seeing like a Chargers fan getting pushed around a urinal and there's all kinds of smoke. I'm like, oh, they have to get out of here. They have to get out. They have to go to Vegas like now. Go Monday. <laughs> Everybody get on a Southwest airline jet. The go. president's suite doesn't have a bathroom? No. See, now I'm going to get in trouble, but it, it, it is the truth. Yeah. Wow. They said they sell RC Cola. Like there's a, I, I went to the concession stand. They have RC Cola and uh, Hawaiian punch uh, lemonade. It's like that. That's how they, you know they're not even trying anymore. <laughs> All right. I really enjoyed that. Remember, Crown Royal reminds everyone this football season to take a water break and moderate to stay in the game. And don't don't take sales wallet. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? You didn't have a you didn't have a water break? No, he, you you did mine. I think I the yours was good enough for both of us. That time. You know who I was gonna give it to if you didn't use that one. What? I was gonna give it to you. Why would happen? You made the right call leaving your own party the other <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> you really did. You loaded up on Crown Royal and you were responsible enough to leave. <laughs> My wife had a little uh, surprise party for me that a lot of people were there. And unfortunately, um, Dave Jacoby was there. And that usually means there's going to be shots. And right. I probably did too many shots and I made the right call. It was time there to go. go. I left before I started pickpocketing myself. <laughs> um, Right. Well, we missed you. We had a blast. I just want you to it was know. Good. I, I lasted till 12.15. We had a good time at your party. <laughs> the following story is absolutely true. I woke up the next day and my contacts were gone. Mm -hmm. They weren't in my eyes. They weren't in the where I put my contacts when I put mm -hmm. them away at night. 
I don't know what happened to them. <laughs> They're just gone. I don't know if uh, I- When you said my contacts were gone, I thought you meant your all your friends and your phone. No, left. my contact lenses. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, good. I don't know whether I like took them off in the Uber on the way home or like to punish myself or what, but I, that's never happened to me before. <laughs> Woke up the next day, no more contacts. Just gone. Wow. Not in my eyes, not in my body, not in the container, nothing. So is not that in kind the of bathroom? Where do you put them every night? Like in the bathroom? I, have, your... I took them out and I don't know when, where, or why, but they were mm -hmm. not anywhere to be seen. So I had to open up new contacts. Uh, well, I know a, a, <laughs> a nasty Raider fan who might have access to them. You never know. <laughs> well, this it was speaking of that, this next one is Kendall Roy's poop bed, which is how it could have ended up for me when I woke up that next morning. Um, we have a really terrible game this week. It's really oh, especially yeah. awful. The Jets are in Washington. <laughs> I have the Jets favored by three points, which is oh, incredible, wow. but true. I cannot, I cannot imagine a world where Washington is favored, but maybe I'm wrong. All right, I beat you this week because I have Washington by two, and it's Washington by one. Hmm. And shame on anybody for thinking of taking either side here. Usually, like with these games, there's fans from the other team. But like, what Jets fan is going to want to go to this game? Who's going to this game? Anyone? No, I don't think so. No, it's I don't think anyone. One person? Going. No. I would say, you know, it's funny because Case Keenum is questionable for this game. So you couldn't find the line a, a lot of places. Mm. But I, I did find one. But uh, I don't know. If you could have any of the last five quarterbacks on either team, would you even bet this game? I don't know who would have to be <laughs> taking taking snaps here. Yeah, like when Stafford got knocked out this week, it moved the line, what, four points? Yeah, right. I don't know what, what Redskins quarterback would move the line anyway. No. It's not, not happening. Doesn't matter. Sunday night, Bears, Rams. It's in LA. There's going to be a lot of Chicago fans there. It is a loser leaves town match. Mm. I initially thought this game was in Chicago and I had the Bears by one and a half, but it's in LA, which means the Rams will be favored by four points. Yeah, I said six. It's six and a half. And I think this is a Sean McVay, get your shit together. I'm going to fire every one of you kind of game. So you think he lays it out this week for them? Yeah, I think he has to. And if you want to point to one good thing happening, and not that Mason Rudolph is going to, you know, you're going to expect a 400-yard game from him anyway, but that defense played well. It did. It's been a while. I agree. It's been a while since they all came together and played well. So, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, their offense. Yeah. Monday night, Chiefs at Chargers, unless this is in Mexico. Is it in Mexico? It is in Mexico. So it's Chiefs Chargers in Mexico, mm -hmm. which means the Chiefs, I think, will be favored by six. <laughs> the Chargers even a professional team anymore. <laughs> go wherever they go. They don't have fans that travel. They don't have fans that see them at home. They're going to Mexico. Uh, you said six. I said four, and it's four and a half. You killed me this week. Yeah, it was, that was a bloodbath. I'm not in great shape this weekend. <laughs> that was about Friday night killed me. Saturday wasn't much better. And uh and I I'm playing with half a deck tonight. <laughs> no, if you could tell. I need you to not find your contacts and uh, I'll be fine the rest of the year. It actually happened to be one other time I think when I was um like 23 where I woke up and the contacts were just gone and no one happened. So I don't know if mm -hmm. I just like I don't I don't know. I don't have an answer. Yeah. 
don't know where they would have gone. I don't know why I would have taken them out, why I wouldn't have put them <laughs> in a safe place. Just decided I didn't need them anywhere. You killed me this week. It's time for Parent Corner. Parent Corner, as always, brought to you by CarMax. Stress-free car buying with no regrets guaranteed. CarMax makes car buying easy. Choose from 50,000 CarMax certified cars at CarMax.com. Book a test drive that fits your schedule and go. Every car comes with an upfront, no-haggle price with no gimmicks and no games. You've got seven days to decide if it's the right car for you. If it's not, bring it back for a full refund. No questions asked. It's that easy at CarMax, the way it should be. Check them out today at CarMax.com. Sal, you have the floor. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I don't have anything great for this week, but I did post a video. Uh, this happened last Sunday, but I, I didn't even know the video existed. My mother shot it of my son running all the way down the field and slide tackling and taking uh, taking a kid out. And it was as red as a red card can go. I mean, he ran the length of the field and took him out right great. before he shot on goal. And it, it has like 500,000. I called him a dick on Twitter. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. But it has like a half a million views on, on Twitter. And I was getting a lot of feedback, mostly negative. But from you, you gave me some positive. You were one of the few that gave me positive. Like, that's good. Those are good instincts. That's a terrible kid, but those are good instincts, right? No, I like that he has a nasty side because I think with boys soccer, you have to have that side or you're not going to make it. So with boys, uh, not ne- not as necessary in girls, but boys. And the boy, yeah, because the boys are nasty. We watch mm-hmm. some when my daughter has the games and there'll be a boys game on a field next door and we watch them. And those kids are like trying to kill each other. Really? Yeah. It's interesting. It's, and because this is now, so this is week eight or nine. They haven't, not only haven't they won since week one, they haven't scored a goal as a team since week one. So it's all about, this is what it is. It's all about, and these are five-year-olds running after and just taking guys out because they know they can't score. A lot of fun. Well, I, I have a good parent corner that will that will uh, take the one you had and, and push it up a level because it involves my kid playing sports. My son, Ben, <laughs> football playoffs. First game is against a team that, they had beaten the week before by like three touchdowns. My son is in sixth grade, but he's playing the seventh grade team. Nice. With four of his friends and then some seventh graders. And it's, they weren't going to win the whole league, but they had a chance to make the finals potentially. They're up 22 to nothing in the first half. And it seems like it's, and I'm not there. Thank God. Cause I, I honestly would have lost my mind and I no, don't know no. what would happen. Um, on the sidelines, it's decided that they're going to ease up a little bit. So it's not a blowout because this is, you know, this is a classic thing that happens out here in LA. It's a little Mm -hmm. softer out here. Let's be honest. Like it's Mm -hmm. a tiny bit softer. They want to run up the score. My whole feeling is it's a playoff game. You can't fuck around. Three scores is not a big enough lead when you're talking about 12 year olds. (laughs) Um, my my son five days earlier was dressed like Jack Nicholson from the shining limping around with a fake ax. I mean, it's like, (laughs) these are not brain surgeons. So we ease up and the other team starts coming back. And because we had a younger team, it just kind of falls apart. So all of a sudden it is, uh, I think, I think we're up 24, 22 and we have the ball and the other sideline's going crazy. and We have a chance to put the game away. We got screwed by a couple calls. And at some point, um, there's some call or some flag or some flag guarding penalty or something. 
And one of the kids on our team goes, that's fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. I'll get you take one guess who, who got the 10 yard <laughs> penalty for that. Uh, <laughs> was it your son, Ben? Well, it's even worse because they thought it was somebody else on the team and they gave uh. him the penalty. And the kid that they gave the penalty to is somebody who would never in a million years swear, <laughs> unlike my degenerate son, right. who was so mad that they were losing this game that he just lost it and he ended up swearing. And then, um, 10 yard penalty, we go backwards. It ends up missing the drive. So now he's like, 10's not bad. Not 15, 10. Which one? 10 yard penalty? 10 yard, it's 10 yard swearing penalty, uh, I guess, I think in seventh worth, grade football. Yeah. So now he's so upset, he feels like he cost the game. Yeah. But we're still winning, and he's upset in the sidelines, the whole thing. Comes down, they get a play, and it's supposed the clock's supposed to run and the game's supposed to end. For some reason, they stop the clock, mm. giving them a chance for like a Hail Mary throw, which of course they complete. Uh. And our team loses. Uh. And we get knocked out of the playoffs in round one. After oh, having a 24-point lead. Yeah. Or 22-point lead, whatever it was. That's not good. And then my son is convinced that because he swore during the game and they they didn't put the game away in the last drive that it was his fault. Well, listen, and then you probably said, no, 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 it's not your fault. Let him take one of these every now and then. Let him say, let him, yeah, Ben, yeah, you shouldn't have said anything. We did say, you know, this is what happens. This is, we tell you not to swear, and then mm -hmm. you actually swear and you get a 10-yard penalty in a playoff game. Right. So I think and, th and, there's some lessons. I told you to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so the lesson here is uh, if your son is swearing when he plays Fortnite and you're telling him, don't swear, please stop swearing, but then every <laughs> once in a while he still swears, this could eventually come back to backfire. Yeah. In a really big way at some point. So there that is go. a good lesson. Our kids are rotten. <laughs> I stand by my, my, what I said about your son. I like that. He has a nasty side already at age five. Yeah. It might lead to a couple red cards down the road, but it's fine. <laughs> I hope, I don't know if there's a prison soccer team, but uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll be a willing participant. Uh, remember CarMax only sells the best used cars. They rule out millions of cars with their vetting process. It's like the only the best to become CarMax certified with over 200 stores nationwide and more than 50,000 CarMax certified cars to choose from. They make it easy to find the perfect car for your family. Seven-day money-back guarantee on every vehicle. At CarMax, there's no haggling, never any pressure to buy. Drive worry-free for 90 days or 4,000 miles, whichever comes first with the CarMax limited warranty. Start the car for your next... Start the car... Start the search, too. Start the search for your next car at CarMax.com. All right, Sal, what do you got to plug? Oh, I'm at the uh, pregame show. I'll be doing a bit on Thursday Night Football Steelers-Brown this week on Fox Thursday night. Lock it in Monday through Friday, 4.30, 5.30 Eastern on FS1. And that's it. Oh, against all odds, we'll be covering all the big games. Me, Brother Bry, Parley Kid, and Harry. There you go. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll know a lot more next week, I feel like, about the NFL in general, especially when we get through a couple of these marquee games. Yes, we will. Oh, we did. The one th other thing we haven't talked about is the bizarre end of Francesa drive time and W fan. I don't know what to believe because I see all this, but it's he, but he's still doing a, a smaller thing. What's going on? Well, he's leaving the fan. Mm -hmm. He's not going to have his drive time show anymore, but he's going to do this radio.com thing. But the whole, it's just very odd. The whole thing is just very odd. 
Well, it's even more bizarre because, and I'm I'm joking when I say this, this is what precipitated it, but he was accused of farting. And then the next day he, uh, he defends himself, said he didn't fart on air. Yeah. And then the next day he announces that he's quitting the fan. So I hope that didn't have, have anything to do with it. <laughs> it, it definitely, my, my feeling was that it was probably related, right? He's probably you just like, so, really? no, he's just, he takes, he takes so much shit online because he's got people he's just had enough Yeah, yeah. videotaping these five hour shows waiting for him to fuck up. And then they right. put the videos up. And uh, maybe he I just love it, it, but I feel as someone who has to give out 70 picks a week on, on TV, I, I, I get it. I get it. You, you have to make opinions. And in, in my case, you have to make picks. He makes picks and then they just pounce and they clip it off. And it's usually funny, but um, it, it probably gets on his own. And I think he has kids, right? Doesn't he have kids like 14, yeah. 15 or probably like a dad, this one saying this, right? So now it's like a different story. <sighs> I, I had it on Saturday. I tweeted about how well the Celtics were playing. I was like, I can't fight it anymore. This yeah. team looks awesome. And Hayward broke his hand like two minutes later. Right. I don't know if whether it was by fault. Did you see the Logan Paul fight? That was the last thing I wanted to ask I you did about. see it. No, did I see it? I bet on it. I actually bet uh, KSI. What was the line? <laughs> he was like plus 138 or something stupid. We all watched it last night. And I got to say, I, I was shocked by the quality of the fight. It was good. They actually looked like real boxers, and, right? And the crowd was really into it. Yes, I thought it was, I was good. very surprised. <laughs> I was, I was like, "This is going to be a bust." And um, I, I thought I thought it was a fair decision too. I actually thought KSI won like uh, four rounds. Yeah, probably. well, it had the they gave Logan Paul a two point penalty for doing something that in a normal boxing match he would immediately get disqualified. Right, that's true. And they pretty clearly did not want the fight then on a DQ. He held, he held KSI's head and delivered an uppercut with the, uh, with the offhand, right? Yeah. And then after he went down, he punched him in the side of the head. Yeah. And he was, it was like a double violation. He just would have gotten DQ'd in any other situation. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I was surprised by how entertaining it was, but the bet, the reason I wanted to bring this up was, I don't know what happened. There was some timing issue and they had a fight that was supposed to go on after the main event. Mm-hmm. that they ended up inserting into before, right before the Logan Paul fight. So right right when you have almost the biggest audience, they have this fight and it was four rounds. It was some dude named White Chocolate against oh, yeah. Jonathan Batista. Mm-hmm. And they do the records and it's like, and with a record of 19 and 15, here he is, <laughs> Jonathan Batista. And we were all watching. We were like, what the fuck is going on? The guy's record is 19 and 15? So- you know, in talk shows, when you run late, they just bump you. Right. <laughs> like, we'll just come back next next card. So this guy comes out and like about a minute and a half in, he might have gotten hit in the back of the head. It was unclear. And he goes mm-hmm. down and he's just like, this is great. I have a chance to grab the DQ. And the announcers are kind of ridiculing him. <laughs> and the whole thing, and he gets up and he ends up getting a fight with the, with the, with the guy he's fighting against after the bell and oh, just wow. keeps throwing punches this. at him. And they just DQ him anyway. It was the weirdest 10 minutes. I told uh, I told Horowitz, who runs the zone, I was like, I want to do a 24-7 about the rematch of this ridiculous fight you had. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jonathan Batista. So now he's 19 and 16. He's still awesome. three above 500. I think boxing might be making a comeback. I think it's good for the zone. That Canelo is just a, a, a monster. We're knocking out light heavyweights now. It gets me mad now because he that he... 
Floyd was so smart to fight him when he did, when he was young. Oh, was yeah. Like 22, 23 at the time. Got him super and early. Now I think he, well, now he's just too heavy. He would destroy him, but. Well, there's some good ones coming up because the Joshua sequel is coming up. Wilder fights this week, right? Yeah, though that I'm sorry, the uh, Wilder sequel against Ortiz yeah. and then mm -hmm. Joshua against Ruiz. When's that one? That's in the next two months, I think. Is that December? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. wanted I want to watch both of those. I think that fun. heavyweight the heavyweight division is more fun. And I like the KSI uh, Logan Paul. I think these guys can get, you know, like Lenny Dykstra and the bagel boss. That's a joke, but I, I like to see more guys who like take it serious and want to fight. Well, I was I was texting you and Jimmy the from the celebrity boxing from 2002 when Danny Bonaducci fought Ron Palillo mm -hmm. Horshack. And uh No, it wasn't Bonaducci. It was uh Oh, Screech. Screech, Screech fought yeah. Ron Palillo. And uh, it's pretty riveting. Poor Ron Palillo. It was tough. It was a tough one. Clearly the first fight he had ever been in. He he just got punched in the face for 10 minutes and he was, by somebody who was 50 pounds bigger than him too. Yeah. But I, I don't mind the oddity thing, but this is, I want to throw this idea at you and then we'll go. Yeah. So I was thinking because the fight before was like two lightweights. Mm -hmm. like 130 pounds, but they're really good. And I was thinking like, if we're heading toward this world of like Logan Paul versus KSI and stuff mm -hmm. like that, what would it be if it was, a, if it, you take one of the best lightweights, right? Best 130 pounders. And you had them fight like a 200 pound guy who didn't really know how to box, but was tough. Like what, how big would the size difference be before you would be absolutely fascinated to see what would happen? Give me a, give me an example. Give me a, um, so you, so who's the heavyweight? All right. So like brother Bry, how, how tall is brother Bry? Yeah. He's about six, three, six, three, like two ten. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But doesn't really know how to box. Right. Oh, that's a tough one. All right. So we, cause we would do this in wrestling because we wrestled in high school. So the, there was, yes, there was, there was a, a limit where a state champ wrestler, um, at a lightweight. Yeah, eventually he's not going to beat a, an average 190 pounder if he's right. like 126 pounds state champ. But I think he would be. Yeah, no, I think like brother Bry, he would have trouble with the one 126 uh, guy would would pepper him enough with jab, wouldn't knock him out. But I think so a guy who's like five seven one twenty eight yeah. going against brother Bry, who's like six three two two twelve. Yeah. And now you, brother Bry catches him. It's a different story because he's got some skills, but, but I think, I think these guys are so used to moving in and out. So what, what's your thing? You want to, you want to pit professionals at a lighter weight against. Yeah. I just, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I would just want to see it once. Like Kyle, let's say Kyle against a bantamweight. It was like a 112 okay. pounder. Right, what do but you think, Kyle? Guy's a skilled boxer, and Kyle has no boxing experience at all. <laughs> yeah, how how long have I been making good decisions at this point? Like twenty four hours before, forty eight hours. No, you have like four weeks to train. Oh, okay. <laughs> you could smoke as much as you want for four weeks. <laughs> I believe in myself, <laughs> but I, I really think I think the zone might be onto something with this Logan Paul KSI, like. I'm ready to see weird shit with in boxing cards. We have yeah. these well, five those are fights. cruiserweights, but yeah. No, but well, I'm saying like th we that said Vasil Lomachenko beats up anybody we know. Oh, that's yeah. He, no he beats Doug DeLuca, he beats all the any any big guy we know. But if you got to like 118 pounds or 120 yeah. pounds, like I at right. some point it it has to the size would have to come into play. 
but probably it, not going to hurt you as as much. Yeah. But what I was thinking was, I've never watched a boxing card for four straight hours, right? Mm-hmm. So it's always like you end up watching the fight before the main event, and then the main event. Right. Nobody's like, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch these seven fights in a row. Yeah. But they could get weird with a couple of the fights in there. And maybe this would be one, maybe Brother Bry against uh, the bantamweight champ. I like that. All right, let's set it Just up. Just think about it. I want you to talk about this on Against All Odds. Though. I want to okay. know what everybody thinks. All right. I uh, like that. The Cuz, as always, good job by you. Good job by you, Belly. All right. Thanks to The Cuz. Thanks to State Farm. Thanks to CarMax. Thanks to Norton Secure VPN. Don't risk compromising your online privacy with the wrong VPN. Feel confident knowing. Your protection from Norton Secure VPN, a leader in consumer cybersecurity, which uses bank-grade encryption to help block hackers from stealing the info you send and receive over Wi-Fi. Right now, you can get Norton Secure VPN at norton.com slash VPN Simmons, $3.33 a month for the first year with the annual subscription. Terms apply. Norton.com slash VPN Simmons. Back on Tuesday with a very, very, very famous movie star. Yeah, that's happening. And don't forget, Book of Basketball 2.0, we're dropping a podcast late Monday night, uh, the next one in the series. Stay tuned for that. Until then.